0: You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. MyMac Podcast 567. Bad press. Bad press.
1: You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. 1. And welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 567. Um, as you, if you were listening last week, you know that uh, uh, Gas isn't going to be here this week. He's not going to be here next week. And it just wouldn't be the MyMac.com podcast if we didn't have a big yank tank, which, of course, that's, that, that's me, and a nitwit Brit. And I can't think of anyone who is more of a nitwit Brit, other than Gaz, of course, than my special guest this week, Carl Madden from the Mac and Forth podcast. Hi, Carl.
0: Hi, Guy. Thank you very much for that, um,
1: <laughs> that intro there, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I was thinking, we are the two giants of the podcasting world. Well, we're very tall, at least. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, well, tallness counts as giant, as giantness. It
0: does if you're a midget.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's like just almost everybody else. Oh, That's are true. you kidding? Yeah, you know, we we lose whole countries at a time on this show. It, it'll be like, oh yeah, yeah. It'll be like we'll say something about the French, and all of a sudden it's like, oh okay, there goes France. Oh, damn it! We all we all say something about the French. Don't <laughs> worry, they used to. They don't care. That's the
0: point. They're French. They don't care. We do yeah. we, we, we care if you say things about us. We don't care.
1: We don't care. You silly! You silly persons. Ah. Yeah. So, uh, now, you weren't actually on your show last week. No, I feel
0: like I'm really playing hooky at the moment because um, Mark Chappell is, is from, the, uh, from centralmac.co.uk, has jumped in and volunteered to host my show for two weeks because cool. they've done some changes at work, which missed, this basically means I'm doing 10-hour days at the moment. And the problem is, what people might not realize who don't produce podcasts is they just listen to them, is you know, they might come across as there's no production in it whatsoever. You just turn up, you just talk, and that's it. And then we push the show yeah. out. But it, but that's the easy bit. The actual recording yeah. the show is the easy bit. It's the finding all the stories, all the researching, all the reading and stuff that you have to put in, and then all the documents you have to put in, and then all the editing and stuff that goes into it post. And then and to get all that done takes time. The actual yes, hour, it does. two hours of the show is nothing, really. I mean... No, that that's, is the easy part. Yes, it's the easiest bit. So, yeah, so rather than like doing a 10 hour shift at work and then coming home and my brain is completely scrambled and then I have to sit through and find stories, Mark has very graciously, and I'm very grateful, has, has said, I'll do that for you for two weeks. And so he's, he's running a ship for the weeks just gone and, and the next week coming. And I've got to say, he'd done a fantastic job. He was a bit nervous about it, but I, I, I listened back and I was most impressed. Yeah, it was a good show. I gotta find a new job now, it sounds like. <laughs> is he gonna take now
1: he does he does a podcast, doesn't he?
0: Yes, he does um a, a show called The Rampant Mumblings, uh, using an app, which I'm gonna discuss a little bit later. All right, um, all
1: right, cool. So but what's gonna happen two weeks from now? Your is your schedule gonna go back to normal and you'll be back at the Mac and Forth show, or are you going to have to make some changes?
0: Well, I, like I say, um, the way they've implemented these changes is I'm still trying to work out how I can get out of not doing a 10-hour day. <laughs> so oh. I, think, I, think I think I've worked out a way of doing it, but I'm, not, I'm going to put it to the test next week and see if my 10-hour days start to come down. Um, because it's it's just ridiculous. It's one of those. It's just real life getting in the way. I mean, we all we all have problems. We have issues with work that they suddenly demand more of your time. I mean, what? Just because they pay you a bit of money, they think they control your life. I mean, it's ridiculous sometimes.
1: Yeah, and you know the really sad part is, for in a lot of ways they do.
0: Yeah, they certainly think they do.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got this weird habit of like wanting to eat regularly and have a roof over my head and a mm. car and. Yeah, if, if I'm not getting paid, a lot of that just kind of goes away. Indeed. Indeed. Now, unless you do what my wife did, which was, you know, retire and say, okay, you know, I'm retired now, you get to work. It's like, I don't want to work. I want to <laughs> retire too. She said, nope, you have to work. But but speaking of my wife, um, tech-wise, uh, the one thing I did do this week was I, I took my, you know, my my wife is the one that is like the keeper of all of the family photos. And uh, she bugged me for a long time because she and my son, my younger son, Peter, were sharing a computer for a while. And then uh, Peter decided that as a teenager, he didn't want mom looking over his shoulder while he was watching online pornography. So I had to, you know, <laughs> get my wife a, a different computer, which I did. But all of her photos were still on the computer that they used to share. So I got a finding, you know, it was like, okay, fine. So I got a thumb drive and and transferred all the pictures to the thumb drive uh, and brought them over to to the computer that my wife is currently using. And when we got done, I mean, she doesn't have a ton of pictures, but it's it's like close to 7,000. So it was like, okay, well, you're backing everything up to this hard drive. And... That's it. So if something happens to the computer and like say somebody steals it and then somebody also steals your backup drive, all of those pictures that you've taken for the last 20 years are gone. So I, I finally convinced her that what we need to do is take all of your pictures, which is the family pictures, and put them on Flickr as a, you know, offsite backup kind of thing. So that's, that's basically what I did. And, Oh, it was, it was like pulling teeth trying to get her to, to agree to this. And uh, the other weird thing about my wife, uh, well, besides the fact that she married me was that, yeah, I know (laughs) cheap joke. Sorry about that folks. (laughs) Cheap joke. So easy to go there was that um, she, she, doesn't really have a password. Her her password manager is like all of these scraps of paper. And she Uh was, she came up to me yesterday as I was trying to, you know, get all this done with the whole flicker thing. And was like, well, I I've updated my, my, my password system. I said, well, really, what did you do? I now use a paper clip to keep, to keep all the various pieces of paper together. It was like, Oh God. Oh, I said, you know, there's there are ways to, to to save all your passwords that that don't involve paper clips. But you know, I figure I've finally gotten her past her objections to keeping her photos online, and the uh, the next step is going to be a password manager. <laughs> but once one step at a time, Carl, one step at a time, and one the, step, and one and password. my. The odd thing, my wife spent uh, 25 years in the IT industry, and she is so <laughs> resistant but, to... I know! She's so resistant say, that, to change. That,
0: well, by, at my work, okay, we have an IT guy who comes in, and uh, we you have, you have, a, you have a month or so. He, one of our printers went down in the office, and he comes down, and he's trying to fix it. And I'm, thinking, I'm sitting there thinking, seriously? It's, a print, uh, it's an IP conflict just changing? I'm done. And he and he's going, Oh no, I can't fix this, I have to take it away. And I thought, what why are we why are we paying you? I could be doing that job. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, did you thought, did you say anything to him about no, it? No, because I know if I say anything, then I'd I'd have to do, I'd like get to do it. He'd get the kudos and I'd be no better off. So screw him. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, let him take the printer away, the hell with him.
0: But it's weird. I mean, you, you say back up your photos. Like I do all my photo backups online. I've got my photos all automatically back up to Google, to Flickr, um, to my little transporter thing down here, to my, oh, yeah. um, to my uh, time machine thing. They're everywhere. Yeah. And, and, and i tell you what, it's, it's, I was having a discussion about this the other day. It's weird how we look at photos because we, we think photos should be cherished. And there, you're right, there's probably some in there that should be cherished. And, and, yeah, and for the most and, part...
1: They're just junk. <laughs> yeah, they're just crap. And th- the odd thing is when digital photography, you know, back when we were still using, and, you know, for for the, the people that are 25 and under right now, I know this is going to sound just nuts. But we used to have this thing called film mm. that we would have to take uh, a physical thing, put it into a camera, wind the camera so that the film would go from one frame to the next. And we were limited to about 30 at the most, about 36 shots before we would have to rewind it back into its case, put it off to the side, get another canister, put that in. Well, (laughs) with the advent of digital photography, of course, you know, people, and especially with how big, um, uh, f- uh, little f- those little flash stick, not flash. I'm thinking flash sticks. Duh, uh, I'm over fifty. Flash sticks. I need a flash stick. Are you talking about thumb drives? Yeah, oh, not even a thumb drive. <laughs> SD card. SD card. Sorry. With as big as SD cards are becoming now, you know, y- you stick an SD card in your camera. Uh, it's 128 gigs. I don't care. If you're shooting freaking Prometheus, you like how I kind of worked my way back around to that, Carl? Wasn't that kind of kind of cool? That's,
0: that was cool. No one knows what you're referring to, though. Yeah, but pre-show. it's okay. That was
1: all pre-show. <laughs> and I wasn't even recording that bit of the pre-show. So it, nobody's going to get that reference whatsoever. And you know, you're still not going to fill up that 128-gig card. But because you're able to take so many pictures... It's it's like just because you can do a thing it doesn't necessarily follow that you should do a thing. So our lives are filled with these photo libraries that are 20, 30, 40, 50, 000 images strong and about 95% of them are total crap.
0: <laughs> Indeed. And maybe I'm um- me and Alex, was my friend Alex was talking about this um, recently because he's a professional photographer. And we often argue about DSLRs compared to the iPhone. Sure. And I'm saying it's, it's, it's not a valid argument, not because um, DSLRs are being outpaced by the iPhone or the iPhone's better than DSLRs. They're not, they're not. All, I'm, all I try and explain is the people who use their iPhones are the same people who would not... Necessarily, have bought a DSLR. They would have bought the little snap cameras that you used to get, you know, from Kodak and Fuji and yeah, stuff like that. Exactly, or, or the little plug cardboard box um, cameras <laughs> that you just rip off the blister yeah. pack. Because that's what we—that's what we do. We were not into photography. It, it you was know, we convenience. Didn't want lenses. It, convenience. And this is why now we are carrying around the same people, I e me, with these cameras in our in our pockets, which were much better than those those old
1: cameras, like the film ones. So it's high-definition it's high crap. Yeah, so,
0: you know, we shoot, we <laughs> don't frame it, we don't do anything, just snap a picture, slap a filter on it, stick it on Instagram, done. That is not real photography. I absolutely 100% get, like admit that's not real photography. Um, but and it doesn't it's matter. It's fun, exactly. It's absolute fun. It is fast food photography, if, for want of a better word.
1: Yeah, it's like a Happy Meal, hmm. except, you know, you don't get gas at the end of it.
0: Well, sometimes you do.
1: Depends what you're shooting. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. And if you're shooting Ah. that sort of thing, don't put it on any cloud service anywhere because that's very embarrassing.
1: What, gas? (laughs) Well, no. You know, I don't even know where the hell I'm going (laughs) with this.
0: Most people don't know where my diseased little brain goes most of the time, so don't worry (laughs) about
1: it. But that's why this episode of the MyMac.com podcast is probably one of the most dangerous MyMac podcasts that I've ever made. Because it's Please. the it's the two of us, and I think that you know Gaz keeps me focused. So and a lot of times I, I rely on Gaz to keep me focused, to keep me on track, to keep me on target. And because so far we've talked for like fifteen minutes, we haven't even gotten out of the beginning bit of the sh- of the of the frigging show notes. <laughs> <laughs> i so so carefully and lovingly handcrafted me and blah, 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 blah. But it's, it's, yeah, it's just, it's, it's like, it's, you know, we, we are, we, you and I do very similar type of shows. The Mac and forth podcast and the my Mac podcast are very similar type shows where it's two or more people getting together, talking about Apple stuff and just going off on tangents all <laughs> over the place. And, and it doesn't matter. It makes for a great podcast. You know, I mean, do, do you have to stick to the topic that you have chosen for that particular episode? No. no. In,
0: fact, in fact, unless you are actually in the tech realm, one of these reporters who actually has contacts within Apple and all that kind of stuff, most podcasts just make out they have that. And then they try and be serious. They try and like, yeah. They try and like create, you know, speak, authoritatively oh, i can never say
1: that damn word when i want to authoritatively and uh, no, i can you so yeah exactly
0: <laughs> no thank you very much but uh, yeah and, and they're not they're just it always makes me laugh you know when most podcasters unless you're twitter or something like that we're just sitting in our bedrooms our spare bedrooms like talking into our my messy man caves time. Yeah, exactly. And uh, a lot of people get so far up their own bottoms with their podcasts and stuff, and I just find it hilariously funny sometimes. But um, each to their own, if you want to listen to that sort of thing, that's out there. There's a market for it. If you want to listen to complete nonsense, me and Guy are here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there, there, there you go. Uh, but to get back on track just a little bit, let's go on over to the myimac.com recent articles. You like the way I said that, Carl? Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Genius. But an sheer genius. Anyway, uh, the first one is Plug Bug, and that is by... <laughs> do I have... Do I have... I don't know if I've got something for this guy. I should. guess. La, uh, la, 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 la. I don't. I thought I did. I thought I had something for Bob Wood. I probably do, and I just can't see it right now. And that Isn't is it just... Wop. Yeah, wop. It, it's Wob Bud. Anyway, he he did an article on the 12 South um something called plug bug. It's the it's the 12 South something thing, thing, thing. Road warriors are always looking for that trip tick tip <laughs> or gadget to make their travels easier. The plug bug is the new thing that makes life less complicated and lessen their load. At first glance, it looks like an oversized power adapter. For an iPad painted red. And if you would like to find out more about the plug bug, because I just butchered that whole section, go on over to myMac.com and check it out.
0: Um, next up, Maxpiration Basics. We called your iOS screen on your Mac by Donnie
1: Then There's a little bit more just under that. Oh, I thought he was going to put the name in. Oh, I don't have one for Donnie either. Oh,
0: anyway, he continues. Uh, did you know that you can do a screen recording on your iPhone, iPad, or iPod touch using your Mac? Not only is this possible, but it is also very easy to do. And
1: last up this week on the uh, mymac.com website. And we know that life is good again because just we're so much happier when we end with this particular type of content, which is Tech Fan. Yay! Number 218 Hacking Fire TV Stick Evernote OneNote RCS Android Plex Connect Microsoft Google Apple Music and much much more. Are discussed by Tim Robertson and David Cohen. I you know I don't know how those two guys can get through that much in a single show. We we can't even seem to 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 get onto website content without spending 15 minutes. <laughs> Talking actually, about just, crazy crap.
0: I just got. I just bought a fire a fire TV stick the other day. Actually,
1: really. How do you like it Very so far?
0: Good. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I got it for my folks, so uh, I can stream Plex to them. And um, yeah, you just snap it in at the back on a, a, a spare HDMI cable. Plug it in the power, which is a mini USB port. Uh, hook it up, and it's really simple. You just, if you order it from, uh, from Amazon, it comes with your Amazon account already associated with it. So everything up, oh, synced up and ready to go, and that's it. You, you load it up, it plays you a small little uh, video just explaining the basics of the service and, and the device. And then you're on your own. You can install apps to, um, from the Amazon store, buy their Play stuff, get access to Prime if you're on the Prime account. And it is absolutely wonderful. And it was on sale. Well, this is why I bought it. Because it was they were doing their Prime Day or whatever it was called. Yeah. Whenever, like Prime was two years old or something. And uh, I got it for, I think it was 18 quid. Oh,
1: nice. That's like about, I think, 30 bucks US. More or less. Probably. <laughs> you know, $30 in real money. But uh, anyway. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you would like to... I'm, I'm so shooting past this. If you would like to write... For MyMac.com, you should contact Namjimo, and you can reach him at Nemo, N-E-M-O, at MyMac.com, which uh, you're actually writing for, for MyMac now, aren't you, Carl?
0: I, I am indeed. Yes, um, I was approached and <laughs>
1: after yeah, hearing bet, one of my. I bet you were. I bet you were approached
0: after hearing one of my rants on, um, <coughs> not another Mac podcast. I think it, it was. Um, yeah, I, I was asked if I'd be out if I'd write a little section once a month and stuff. So I normally, I try and come up with some some rant or some <laughs> something like that, uh, which has been particularly bugging me recently.
1: That's easy to do, especially <laughs> especially in technology.
0: Oh, especially in Apple reporting technology, absolutely. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Well, we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, over on Google Plus, uh, lots of people commenting on Apple Music. Not all of it bad, but enough of bad to make people wonder if they'll continue using it. Yeah. um My only problem with Apple Music, and I, I talked about this last week, was that the the interface is just, especially on an iPhone, is just dreadful i i just can't get into it really yeah yeah uh I, and plus i i keep getting lots of dropouts when i'm listening to some of the some of the radio channels mm-hmm. and i guess that may say more about my carrier than it does apple but it, it's you know i'm looking i'm looking at the screen of my my iphone and i got four dots five dots and it just it just suddenly stopped playing
0: is I mean you're right. I have heard there's lots of problems with Apple Music. I've got to say I haven't experienced any of them myself personally. Uh, I'm on a three I'm on a three carrier over here, and it seems to be pretty good. No matter where I am, even if I'm out in the sticks, there is some weird issues. Like, I did have a conversation on Twitter with with um, someone who follows me, and I follow them, us, and he was having some issues. He could play he could play when he was at home. He could play Beats One, but he couldn't play any streaming music. And it was a really weird um, bug, and you know he, he didn't do what a lot of other people do—take to Twitter or Twinger, as I'm starting yeah. to call it recently. You go, "This is rubbish. Apple's not working. They never do anything properly anymore." Of course, so go actually go on to Google, like we were all pretty much taught to do, and uh, it turns out that his ISP was using um, a DNS was blocking a DNS number which Apple Music was using. So all he done is he changed his DNS. Bang, fixed, working. Oh, How nice. Strange. How strange. But again, I mean, people were blaming Apple for that. Of course. But he's actually, it was actually Sky's, the ISP that was creating the issue. As soon as you put in something like Google's opened uh, DNS like 8.8.8.8, 8. 8. 8. 8. 8. bang,
1: works straight away, apparently. Yeah, I should do that on my on my devices as well. I haven't done it yet, but I I, I will get around to it. Um, we got something from Alistair Jenks, and this has to do with the conversation that Gaz and I were having. Over him potentially moving his website from uh, Rapidweaver over to a, a different content management system, and I think it's probably going to be WordPress. But but Gaz will, you know, say more about that in a couple of weeks when he's when he's back. Um, Alistair Jenks basically said that that Gaz is going through the same discovery that he did many years ago about maintaining websites. He tried he tried to go to or tried several different bits of software for years until he considered switching from a PC to the Mac and none of them were going to work. He solved most of his problems with WordPress. While WordPress may not meet all of Gaz's requirements, the same principle will. Namely, all the software needs to reside on your server and your maintenance is all done in browser. He currently hosts a dozen websites for himself and a few friends. Nine of them are WordPress to a wiki's one is handwritten HTML. I can't even imagine going <laughs> through that nightmare. But we'll be migrating probably to WordPress or Squarespace. Uh, have you ever tried Squarespace? That's what Mac and Forth uh, runs on. Yep. And here and there, run on
0: Squarespace. I find it really cheap to, uh, to run and really easy to just quickly knock out the site and then just gradually improve it. And if you want to change the t- entire look at the site,
1: it doesn't, you don't have to wait for months. You can like, do it in uh, 10 minutes. Is, is there a, uh, an iOS component to that so that you can do a lot of that via iOS, iOS you devices? Can't, you can't do um, design, but you can go in and post stories and
0: monitor stories and answer comments and things like that and see stats, but you can't actually do any design aspects of it from an okay. device.
1: Well, I wasn't so much thinking about the, the design part was more of adding content. Yeah, remotely. I
0: mean, if you, can, you can add like basic stories. So as long as they haven't, I mean, basic... Blog posts and stuff. As long right. as they haven't got lots of um, like HTML or various other codes in there, it'll work perfectly okay. If you want to get into more complex coding, like adding embedded stuff and things like that, you really have to do it from the web page.
1: Okay, okay, but you could you could probably do that from Safari on like an iPad.
0: Mm, well, not really. I don't. Maybe if you trick it somehow into thinking you're on a full version of Safari, but just the way it's sort of laid out for you. On when you go into uh, Squarespace, it doesn't. It wouldn't really. The click interface, the pointy interface, wouldn't really work for you. I don't think.
1: Okay. Well, anyway, uh, Alistair also says that uh, these days WordPress is extremely easy to maintain. Uh, the hardest part is finding a theme that you like and tweaking it if you're so inclined. Posting is easy in a variety of ways. Uh, his wiki-based sites needed more of a traditional structure. So he went the Ricky, Ricky, the Ricky route, the (laughs) wiki route, not because of the collaboration angle, but because it simply allows him to edit any page on the spot from anywhere. For these, he uses something called PM wiki for its simplicity. Uh, It doesn't even use a database, so it's very portable. If you'd like to take a look at what he's done With his sites or talk about the inner workings of WordPress or the wiki. He'd be happy to have a chat. I've also, or he's also looked at Drupal and Joomla and has been scared off by both of them based on his initial experience and many opinions online. Gazmaz came back and said that that sounds like a whole podcast episode. Yeah, it kind of does. Uh, but he's away for two weeks, so he won't contact you just yet. But uh, when I have a feeling that this is going to be a continuing effort and uh, subject of discussion here at MyMac. Uh, Troy Mueller also said that he gives a plus one for WordPress. He's tried to hand code HTML, PHP, CSS, Drupal, and Joomla, and WordPress is the king by a long way. Now, over on Facebook, we are still at 150 liquors. Sounds and wet. Yeah, that's, that's kind of... We seem to be stuck at 150, so it's Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It Just kind of... It's Facebook. Yeah, I don't even know what else to say about it. Um, I guess that's going to be it for this section, Carl. Uh, do you have any idea how it is that we usually end these bits? Hmm, let me see. Is it... Time to stand by, to stand by, and we'll be right back. That's that's perfect. Excuse me, do you consider yourself to be a geeky lady? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I have an iPad. I have, this is my third iPhone. Uh, I use Pinterest. I'm on Facebook. I love my computer. I I can't live without my Photoshop. Okay, okay. I get it. You're a pretty geeky lady. What about you? Would you consider yourself a geeky lady? Absolutely. I have Apple
0: TV. I have my iPad. I have my iPhone 5. (laughs) I have an iPod. I have have Photoshop. I've got about 70 or 80 apps. Yes, absolutely. I'm a geeky lady.
1: Thank you. I get it. I get it. Well, what about you? Are you do you consider yourself a geeky lady? Hell no, but that's why I listen to three geeky ladies.
0: This is Cole Madden from the Mac and Fall Podcast, and I love listening to the G-Men because they remind me just how good I am in comparison.
1: And welcome everyone back to the MyMac.com podcast. Um, I still have Carl here. He has agreed to continue on even after talking to me for the last, let's see, nearly 43 minutes. Yeah, as long as
0: you promise not to release
1: those pictures. Okay. Well, I said I wouldn't release them online. I never said Uh, I wouldn't show them to people. uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Well, and Carl, you kind of came up with this topic and it, it, it kind of fits along with what's been going on in the Apple press, especially once Apple released their, their financial informations for, what is this, that was the end of the third quarter?
0: Um, I think, yeah, it's, it's always weird. It's always weird when you cut kind of stuff. See, this, what, we've, what we're about to talk about is the way the press reports on Apple because it's either getting much, much worse or it's always been like this, and I'm only just now noticing. I'm not sure what one it is, because now I have to research stuff for my show. Um, I'm, I'm spotting these, and I've never been, I've never been a fan of, of the news, the way it's reported, especially in the UK, because it's very biased. If you look in the papers, it's very biased. You've got the sun on one side, and you've got the mirror on the other, and you've got a load of other papers also generally picking sides. So if you read the stories as they're presented... Um, they make perfect sense. But if you actually know the... The, the um, truth. The, well, or the truth or the agenda behind the uh, the pieces that are being published, then you think, well, no, that's complete nonsense. You're just trying to steer the leader into thinking a certain way and ignoring like 90% of the facts. And unfortunately, this is the way a lot of news, it seems to me, is presented nowadays.
1: <laughs> yeah, clickbait. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. So, so then when it comes to things like... Um, well, Apple, okay, so we're all Apple fans. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't be listening to the MyMac show or any other show related to Macs because, you know, if you're not interested in Apple, what's the point of re- listening yeah, or reading? Yeah, exactly. Stuff? So, of course, Apple is probably one of the most secretive companies on the face of the planet. Or they try yeah, to be. Yeah, they try to be. yep yeah, uh, yeah, uh, the amount of literature that's written about them every single day is mind-boggling. Now, because the company itself doesn't actually say much, these, these stories have to, they have to root around and they have to try and make stories of other news from other sources. And of course, one of the best ones, best time for them, is when earnings are reported or revenue forecast or, or anything like that. So with the latest news um, that Apple missed targets or missed projections recently with their iPhone shipments and stuff, the way it's reported is it sounds like Apple's doing something bad, and of course it isn't. What Or, ha- they meant- or have completely failed in one form yes. or another. Yes, and of course what it is, is it's the analysts' predictions or projections that were not hit. Not Apple's. So the people who are reporting on the stories are reporting the fact that they got the numbers wrong, but it's Apple's fault. <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it, it makes no sense to me. And, and the and, worst part is these are these are these, are, these are, are websites and news sources that are well respected. Yeah, these yeah. are Bloomberg, Forbes, you know, Wall business, Street, Wall Street, Wall Street Journal. Journal.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and it's not. Look, I understand how stocks work. I understand that Apple will be part of someone's portfolio, and that will be going towards their pension fund. Hopefully, one day when they come to retire, Apple would have amassed enough. for Apple and the other companies in that in that compilation of companies would have amassed enough money for the person to retire on and live quite happily for the rest of their life. That's, that's fine. I understand that. What I don't understand is the way that these analysts are... are, are, are Reported on and then looked at whatever they say, like this is fact. This is so one you know, we must pay attention to what these people are saying. And we shouldn't look at the um, Gene Munster, for example, from uh, Piper Jaffrey, I think he's, he's yes, he's, he's the one that's banging on about Apple and the TV set since <laughs> 2009, 2009, 10, 11, 12, all the way up to next year, 2016. He's now saying, When are we going to turn around and go, just shut up, you have no clue what you're talking about. (laughs) And the thing that worries me, the thing that worries me is this is the the technology realm is something I've chosen to follow because it's a hobby. Technology was always a hobby for me when I was at school and growing up and it remains so to this day. If they can get this field so utterly, utterly wrong so often, what about all the other fields that they base their decisions on? What about... Contraction, um, construction and exploration and, and fuel and all these other... Do they, are they as clueless about all these other fields as they seem to be about the tech realm? And if they are, I wouldn't trust them with my money.
1: Well, and, and not only that, but you know, when, when you look at the reporting that's being done in the fields of medicine, which is very important, this is stuff that affects everybody, mm-hmm. uh, uh, environmental reporting... Um, and and a lot of this leads back into technology, which is the only reason why I read almost any of it, because (laughs) like you, technology is what, is what I'm interested in. Um, even, even things along the lines of entertainment news and sports news and, uh, world news, political news, uh, you know, for the, for the most part, you know, the way that And God, here we go again. The way that newspapers used to be, you had reporters whose job it was to craft a story based upon the facts of that story. And if the paper had a particular uh, bent in one direction or the other, as far as their political leanings goes, well, that was you, you would find those in the opinion section, the editorials but the actual news as they happened those stories were told straight up and without a lot of nonsense uh-huh. the the problem has been people stop paying attention to those types of of newspapers and look how many have gone out of business in the last 20 years uh magazines uh, you know, basically, any any content delivery system that wasn't online is, has been in serious trouble for a while because so many people who get the majority of their news, regardless of of what their particular field of interest is, from the internet, and the only way to differentiate yourself from other similar type. Uh, organizations is this kind of sensationalist reporting where, you know, Apple is doomed because they've missed analyst projections. Well, you know, they, they, Apple, Apple also puts out their own guidance at, at the beginning of a quarter saying, well, we expect to do this, 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 and this. And in, in this particular case for this particular quarter, Apple was almost spot on. With what they said, they were, you know, when when at the beginning of the third quarter, which is the quarter that that has now just ended, Apple said, We expected to do this in sales for the iPhone. We expect to do this in sales for Macs and, and, you know, so on and so forth across their entire product line. And if you look at those projections and if you look at what they actually accomplished at the end of the third quarter, they're almost almost in sync, and so, but you have these analysts who you know they they have to figure out some way to get people to listen to them, hmm. and they do that by making these insane projections and whether they're over the top or when or underperforming. and a lot of this, I feel, has to do with with whatever's in their particular portfolio and, and you know when you start to kind of get into a gray area when you're reporting on the exact same things that you're making your money from because these analysts are not making money from selling their opinions to Forbes and Bloomberg and and all these other you know financial sites they're making most of their money on managing portfolios so When they turn around and say, well, Apple underperformed. No, Apple didn't underperform. Apple did just fine. As a matter of fact, they did 33% better year over year than they did last year. But you're going to slam them because you made these outrageous projections. And at at the end of the day, after everything is said and done, and Apple's uh, finances or financials are reported on, and their stock takes a hit, because of your stupid projection? <laughs> really? Well,
0: the, the thing about the stock here as well is, is, is the old adage, isn't it? You, you, you buy on the room and you sell on the news. So it, after any event, after any announcement or stuff, stock drops all the time because people are you know, claiming because they think that's as high as it's going to get for now. So I'll sell. I'll sell at a greater price than what I bought. And that's just... That's just trading, it seems to me. But it, the way it's reported, like, for example, there's a lot of hoo ha about the Apple Watch not sending help. He didn't say the numbers. It must mean it was a terrible result and stuff. And not necessarily. I mean, yes, it's not going to be as big as the phone. It's nothing ever is probably going to be as big as the phone. The phone was lightning in a bottle. I, I, I'd be astounded if they can ever replicate that again. But then you read story. you read lines like from who was this one This was um I think it was Bloomberg I could be horribly wrong about that but what the reporter says since Steve Jobs died Apple has yet to come up with come out yeah. with a life-changing new product what the yeah. hell why <laughs> most yeah. companies don't come out with
1: life-changing new products why is it Apple Some companies to do- never come out with life-changing products <laughs> you know it's what just- life-changing products has uh Samsung come out with what life-changing products has Sony come out with no? They they just make better TVs, or they make better phones, or they make better washing machines, or they make you know better this or better that. Apple single-handedly, almost single-handedly, created the personal computer market back in the seventies. They they certainly single-handedly created uh, a, a commercially available computer with a graphic user interface in the eighties they They revived a moribund music industry with the iPod and with iTunes in the 2000s. They jump started smartphones with the iphone and and they essentially saved the tablet market with the ipad what do you What else do you want from a single company you know Do, do they have to come out? With you know vibrating pillows that will you know feed your horse at the same time in order to 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 get any kind of uh, attention or respect it's it's ridiculous why why is Apple held to this this uh, you know before we got started on this topic Carl was telling me that I had to be very careful that I didn't set him off in a rant. <laughs> And it seems as kind of the opposite has happened here. I'm the one, I'm the one ranting. Ah, oh, damn you all to hell. I just,
0: look, I, I understand. I understand how us as Apple users or, or fanboys, if you will, and sure. don't like Whatever. that term at all. It's Whatever. very lazy. It's just name calling. I don't, I'm, I'm not a big fan of it. If you call someone a fanboy, then I've, I've lost all respect for you. Cause that's it game over. But, um, but I understand why you do it. Cause it's, it's lazy. It's just laziness. But, um, but I understand us. I'll say it myself, and boys, We go on about Apple and we we praise Apple because normally, until fairly recently it seems, we tend to have a good experience with them. And I, I'd I'd go back and say we have always had the same sort of experience. It's just as time moves on, we forget all the problems that we encountered with previous sure. builds, previous OSs, previous software updates, and stuff like that. We forget yeah. that. So yeah. I've, all I have I live- to say about that is OS nine. <laughs> so so we, um, we, live in a current, we live in an age where we're always just reacting to stuff. It's just the way we live now. We react. We get something, we try it out. If we don't understand it immediately, it's rubbish. It doesn't work. No one wants to take the time to go in and find out how things work anymore. And so I'm not surprised at the news is the way it is because no one wants to research the story anymore. It's much easier just to say the hyperbole and get it out there yep. and get people looking at your site. And be, your the, be
1: the first out there. With, Try and be the first with, out there. Yeah. yeah, first out there with, I almost said a bad word, with with <laughs> bad reporting and, and attention-grabbing headlines that may or may not actually have anything to do with the actual topic that the person who's writing the story, you know, and, and, and this goes... This goes on and on, and this is the way that it's been in technology reporting and it, it and it's you know i you know I think it actually started with entertainment entertainment reporting, where yeah. you know they talk about the size of Kim kardashian's ass or or you know or whatever, and it has slowly bled over into things along the lines of environmental reporting uh technology reporting. Uh, sports. Even sports now, it has to. Be, you've got wacky morning DJs on ESPN that are doing sports shows. It's like God. Just tell me who won the games, what the score was. You know, I I don't necessarily need to be entertained by by this guy talking about baseball scores. Just tell me what the freaking scores were, and and move on. But but. Go on, sorry, Karen. No, no, that, that's, you know, my blood pressure is like quickly rising here. <laughs>
0: but I, I'm, I'm also the opinion is this is exactly what we deserve. We have allowed this to happen. Yes. By following these links, by acknowledging these people, by taking, by listening to what they have to say, we created this monster. And um, listening I, I was, to podcasts, same thing. And listening thing. to podcasts. <laughs> but, um, you know, I mean... <laughs> The problem is, I I find that these little stories, the thing that bugs me the most is uh, these little stories, I I read them and other people quote them back to me and I have to say, no, hang on, that's not right because X, Y, and Z. And what it does is it wastes time because Apple probably does do things that are wrong. Right. For example, oh, of course you know, there, they do. There's, there's the whole labour issue, for example. There's the whole tax avoidance stuff, for example. These are serious issues, and yet they just get swept under the carpet because we're arguing about like the interface of Apple Music doesn't look pretty, or the icons a bit messed up from the, the previous one. What are we doing? We, if we, if we really want Apple to go from strength to strength, we should start. We should start asking. Well. What are you going to do when the iPhone fails to sell in, in massive numbers? Because that is your cash cow at the moment. If the iPhone ever goes away, if you screw up the iPhone for whatever reason and those sales start to drop and you let Samsung or Android or Windows or whoever else come in and steal, steal that crown jewels off you... Apple yeah, that, the, the, the high-end the high end market, Yeah, which the is high what end. we're but talking about. At the moment, they've got a massive war chest, and that's what allows them to like hold these people at bay. Because even if it does eat into their profits, they've still got the war chest to pull on. But then so a lot of these other companies, Samsung's definitely got a massive war chest. I mean, they, they build all kinds of things, not just electronics. They're out there. All they, kinds they, of they, they, have,
1: they, they have a shipbuilding division. I think they build weapons as well. I'm not, you know, don't, don't <laughs> well, annoy them. Do we, do, we, do we really want Apple building weapons? The iPlane. <laughs> the iWarjet. The iBomb. Probably I not.
0: <laughs> Probably not, not if they're relying on Apple maps. We certainly don't want that. No. But, uh, but no, I just I just find that the um the class of reporting has really just sunk to all all an all time level of of, 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 bad, bol- I don't know, of badness. Bolics. I'm I'm lost for word of badness. <laughs> you said that I didn't. So you're an American, you can get away with that. Yeah, yeah. But um yeah, and it's just, it's a shame. But there, now I've started to see, there is a, a glimmer of hope, because I have seen some sites start to actually try and look past the ball and, um, and focus on the actual story or the actual reporting, or come out with, say, why this doesn't matter, because these facts are wrong, they're just trying to push this agenda. And so maybe there is a tiny little slimmer of light at the end of the tunnel and maybe things will start to improve. But again, we we are the ones that have got to stop clicking on this link bait and commenting on it and, and giving it, like, legitimacy. Right. By, by by like, actually argue with these people. Just go, you know, if you meet someone on the street and they, t- they come up to you and tell you are a complete load of pony, do you engage them? No, you just go, whatever, and walk on by. I mean why don't waste your time on looking at these stories i mean look for the real content out there look for the you know look for the things that will help you with your apple uh, device look at, you know if a new thing comes out go to sites that show you how to for example because you're right well that's another thing apple's not that good at and it never gets pulled up about they release apple music but they don't tell anyone how to use it no, they, they, like, they
1: wait for don McAllister. <laughs> exactly,
0: but Don? Oh man, we'd should. all be screwed. Apple we, should just buy Screencast Online line and make Don a very,
1: very rich man indeed. <laughs> Except he would still have to be working the site. Oh yeah, we still need because still Apple need Apple back. Apple would cock it up. Absolutely, <laughs> they would cock it up.
0: We'd need a screencast to use the screencast site if Apple. <laughs>
1: And, no, and just you th- know what? And, and it's not like these kinds of stories don't have their places, but where they belong is as opinion pieces, mm. not as you know. Here are the you know the, the 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 facts of story A, B, or C, or X, Y, and Z, and just you know take take the 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 crap that these people are reporting on, make them opinion pieces hire people that know how to write that are able to discern between what's reality and what's clickbait nonsense and, and give us, give us something that we can read or something that we can listen to that isn't just going to be a bunch of nonsense beyond Actually, you know, the my Mac podcast.
0: <laughs> Actually not my, my worst offender for opinion pieces are these ones that will say, why I'm going back to the Android after using the iPhone for three weeks. And yeah. I hate those stories or why I switched. Or wh- Listen, I don't care why you switched. I yeah. don't know you from Adam. I don't know who you are. What do I care that you switched your device? Why should that bother me? Why am I going to waste 10 minutes of my life reading why you think mr Blade, twinkle toes that you should be so delicately managed and listened to and opinionated uh, oh my god this guy didn't like his iphone and we didn't like his android and now well, he's that's it back. i'm, oh my god, I'm my throwing life. my own out the window <laughs> it just it's just crazy Ugh. and all, of course all it is in reality is they need to fill up the space on the website because they need to push adverts that day
1: i know that but
0: yeah it, it's just it still bugs me
1: <laughs> and and google makes all the money as far yeah. as on the web goes.
0: But that's fine. I'm not, I've got no problem with Google making money by adverts. Yeah. You know, they're pretty obnoxious. No one I know. I don't know anyone that clicks on them. So I don't know how they're making their money. But, you know, that's, that's, that's net well, advertising. Well, obviously, that's obviously,
1: there's thing. enough people. There's enough people that click on it to, to make advertisers keep coming back to it. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. I guess. Anyway, we, we, we should probably jump out of here. <sighs> So, everyone, stand by. See, I I need a breather after that whole section. Stand <laughs> by? No, don't. Don't be. It was a good conversation. Stand by to stand by and we'll be Oh, all Hey hey Carl, you know what? We'll be right back, did you don't know? What There's and I'm Mac Antosh and I'm here to tell you about a book written about me and my search for the Maltese Cube yes it's a fine book I think you should get it quiet you it combines technology Mac trivia action murder suspense oh just tell them where to get it I'll get to that romance film noir detective fiction I can't stand it anymore it's called the Maltese Cube and it was written by my Mac writer and podcaster Guy Searle. Find it on Amazon. It's only $2.99 and coming soon to the Apple's iBook store. Don't forget, it's the Maltese Cube and so inexpensive. You know you're not in it, right? i mean, the next one, right? Sure thing, Louis. You know, this could be the start of a beautiful friendship. Get the Maltese Cube on Amazon and soon in the iBook store.
0: melissa the mac mommy and i enjoy listening to guy ooh, and gaz ooh, on the my mac podcast and you should too welcome back to the my mac podcast and now our rants are over let's
1: enter our <laughs> fruit zone yeah yeah let's go with that oh <laughs> uh, because you know what ranting makes me do what's that sir it makes me nod my head. Hit it. Gaz's tips. tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. tips. It's time for Gaz's tip. Well, not so much Gaz's tip because, you know, he's not here. It's Guy's tip. Um, if you have a bunch of tabs open in Safari and you're not sure which one that you actually want to see, which happens to me uh, more often than I would like when I have like 10 or more open, uh, there's a real easy way that you can view every single one of those pages all at the same time. Uh, You can go to the View menu and select Show All Tabs, which will bring them all under one screen. Uh, The alternative way to do that is to click the Show All Tabs button in Safari's toolbar. And if you're using the the default layout in Safari, it's going to be the button that's all the way over there to the right. Uh, And there's also a keyboard shortcut, which does exactly the same thing. Which is shift command backslash and every single tab that you have open in Safari will coalesce into one screen and you can you can pick the one that you want. Isn't that wonderful, Carl? That is what I tell you what, this is what I'm saying. Okay. So I've had
0: Safari for years. Right, and I've never noticed that tab up in up in the top right <laughs> This is what I'm saying. So, like, Gadget's tips every week. they normally explain something that Safari could do, or a shortcut, or, or something like that. And I'm thinking, well, where would I go? Where does Apple tell me this stuff? And nowhere. Um, there might be some book if they bring out a new iOS, like you can download the ebook and go through that maybe. But for all the tips and stuff, where 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 are these? Where's Apple's like? manual shall we say it's just things that you know and it's stuff that's hidden in there and it's it's what keeps us going back to you know find stuff in in our various apple products i find
1: yeah yeah well if if people are looking for that kind of stuff they they should talk to Gaz, and and he's over there in the uk so get on a plane fly into london and just start asking random people that you meet on the street until they say oh yeah Gaz, i know him and about uh, four people should take Normal. yeah yeah one two three four maybe five at most four and degrees of gas but four, four, <laughs> well, there was always the what the seven degrees of oh, bacon, kevin yeah. kevin bacon yeah well there's the the four or five degrees of gas england's a lot smaller than the uh USA. <laughs> Oh, Carl, that makes me nod my head. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's tips. tips. That's Most the of Gaze's end of Gaz's Tips. Gaze's tip. Is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaze's oh, oh, oh. oh, you know what? And I always do this. There we go. And he's off like a herd of turtles. Uh, Carl, do you have a, uh, an app pick this week? I do,
0: actually. and. If you if it, if you listen to a podcast today and you thought I'd love to do a podcast I'd love to but it's so hard it's so technical nope well I'm about to blow all that away
1: if you can get <laughs> well, to wait hold on a second hold on a second how technical could it really be well I know we do it so. <laughs> you know. That should tell people a lot right there. But there well, are actually think, easier ways to do it than what we do.
0: But I think out of the way we do it is like ducks, isn't it? On, on the surface, it's all calm. And then underneath, <laughs> <laughs> legs going in. Everything, right all different directions. Um, now, this is something called um, Opinion Podcast. Record, edit, and share. So this is a free app on the App Store, obviously. Uh, and what it allows you to do is just on your phone or iDevice, just record a show. And basically, you press record, you talk into it, you can either just use the uh, mic built into the iPad or iPhone or iPod and uh, just get your views down and you can bring in some music. There's a, you can go off to iCloud or Dropbox or Google Drive, bring in audio if you wish to do that from those sources. Then once you've collated it and edited it, it's all very simple to do, you can just press one button and you can create an RSS feed for your podcast. And all you do then is you take that RSS feed that they give you. This is all totally free as long as you stick under 10 minutes. You take that RSS feed, you go to iTunes and podcasts. You submit a podcast, you just put in the RSS feed into that. And that's it. As long as Apple okay your podcast, you're now published on iTunes and you can share that podcast with the world. And it is just so, so, so simple. It's fantastic. They they did have a bug recently where the audio would degrade if you made edits as you went along, but they fixed that now. I believe cool. they've just they've just added stats to it as well, so you can see how often you're downloaded. Um, I'm not sure how accurate the stats are because anyone who does podcasting knows stats can differ wildly because there's no <laughs> yeah there's no set way of getting stats so most people will tell you like look it hits on the server of course that's wrong because itunes will hit you about 100 times as it downloads one podcast and stuff like that but don't but there's, there's loads of different ways of getting stats but this is all built in so you don't have to worry about that um you can add a description to the show add a bit of show cover art to it and literally post it and then you can start sharing your opinion or, which is why it's called that, I should imagine, every single day <laughs> if you so wish. Now, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Mark Chappell, who's covering for me this week, he does his show using this app, and um, Mumblings. And I did um, a little show for a little while called uh, Mac and Forth Moments, where I was trying to do it every day. Unfortunately, real life caught up with me again there, and I had to stop for a little while. But I Damn to real get back life to it anyway. One. I know. Um, and like I say, it's totally free if you want 10 minutes. And if you want to purchase it, it's $3.99 and that unlocks unlimited recording forever. Well, do they actually host the files as well? Yep, they host the files. So, you know, so once you've done it, once you've posted it up there, they do all the hosting and it's not going to cost you an extra penny. It is absolutely brilliant. If you've ever ever wanted to try podcasting and it doesn't have to be uh, apple it could be about fly fishing it's whatever hobby you you want to like go on about and it doesn't have to be weekly if you've got a show that you can you think you can get to six episodes out of, just do six episodes just if you want to create a podcast this is the easiest way to go about it i've never found anything as easy as this it's fantastic like i say it's called opinion podcasts and it's on the um itunes store
1: very. That sounds really, really cool. I, I know there's a couple of different apps that, that work kind of like this, uh, but I didn't realize they also hosted the files. Mm, it's it's, it's nice. fantastic. Okay, well, my app pick this week is just as serious. Well, no, it's not. It's uh, the original Call of Duty game from Aspire. Uh, it's over on the Mac App Store. Uh, it's $20, which is a little expensive for a game this old, but, uh, you know, the the Call of Duty games... F- have been pretty solid all the way through the line. And it was kind of old school, you know, playing this game. I'm still kind of slogging my way through it, but having a good time with it. Call of Duty, it's at the Mac App Store. $20, only $20. Uh, no people's pick this week. And there's, there's no iTunes review. I, I don't have the What's Incredible it? Hulk theme. Oh, music. dude, I, have, I haven't got it ready, unfortunately. <laughs> or, or with, with that, that off-key piano see that's not just me is it no Thanks i, I now that you said it well because i've heard it on your show it's like i'm waiting for it it's like here it comes here it comes Bing! it's like oh god it's painful now it's like and i used to watch that show. show and i don't even think about it but now it's like I, I can't even listen to that theme where i'm waiting for that stupid the, the guy's finger slips or something and he hits the wrong key <laughs> It does sound. Someone said to me, "No, it's meant to be like that." What? I can't believe. No, really? that yeah, that's it's bad. That's, that's really really bad. Well, Carl, if people wanted to get a hold of you and ask you what you were thinking when you decided to co-host this show with me this week, uh, how would they get a hold of you?
0: Uh, you can hold me on Twitter at Claw0101, or you can head on over to the Mac and Forth Show and uh, listen, Mark, do it so well again for another
1: week. <laughs> I, and we were talking about this uh, just before we started the podcast. I would love that intro bit that you guys did. And today is uh, Sunday, July 26th, so... That would be from Wednesday, July twenty third, I think, or the twenty second, oh, whatever, whatever yeah. the the episode number was. Listen to it for that, just that opening bit with Carl and um, oh Mark. blank and Mark. Mark. That was so funny. I really, really enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, if you if you would like to get a hold of Gaz, it's so so very easy to do. Uh, if you'd like to send him an email, it's gaz at mymac and of course that's G A Z. You can also. Zed. I was waiting. <laughs> you can also oh, yeah. reach him on the Twitters. Uh, he is Gazmaz on the Twitters. That is G A Z Z M A Z And we have a combined Twitter account, which is Guy and Gaz. G U Y A N D G A Z Hey! Oh, sorry, I got confused. Oh, yeah, I uh. Uh, if you'd like to send me an email, it's guy, G-U-I, at my mac.com. And, you know, Carl, I, I have a Twitter account. Did you know that? No. I do.
0: I do. It was, is, how do they allow you a Twitter account?
1: You'd be ranting all the time. Well, I, I had to kind of, you know, use a fake name and, and, uh. and ID from somebody that was originally from Indonesia, but I, <laughs> I did I did finally get it going. And my screen name on Twitter is Mac Parrot. Ah! And uh, you could also reach us by uh, sending an email to feedback, F-E-E-D-B-A-C-K at MyMac.com. And we have a Skype telephone number that for nearly six years, you people have managed to ignore completely. It is outside. If you're outside of the United States, you press one or possibly plus one. The area code is 703. The telephone number is 436-9501. That's 703-436-9501. A one or a plus one if you are outside of the United States. And Carl, I'd like to say thank you so very much for being on the show this week. Oh, you're welcome, sir. I enjoy
0: it very much when I come over here.
1: (sighs) And, you know, after a show like I am exhausted after shows like this. I, I have ranted more on this show. Than than I I typically have in real life for years, but it's it's almost a, a cleansing kind of rant. <sighs> it feels. So you need a watch. We could see what your blood pressure was. Well, <laughs> oh, you're you're was... right.
0: You're right. Anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. It, my watch would have been calling nine one one. Send an <laughs> ambulance to to the Mac Parrot's house because he is about ah. to he's about to stroke out. Um. But God. thank you all. Well, it's it's a. You know, have, uh, never, <laughs> never mind, never different. mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 the whole language thing. I would like to thank all of you for downloading the MyMac dot com podcast. Each and every one of you, each and every week, it is greatly appreciated. And you know, if Gaz was here, he would be saying, "Shut up, guy, and get on with it." But it, it's just so gratifying to know that so many of you listen to this show each week, and and. I deeply, deeply appreciate it, and you know, Carl, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that not just Gaz and I, but you and I are good enough. Ah, uh-huh. and not just Gaz, but but you and I are, and you know, take this with a grain of salt. Smart enough. Ah, uh-huh. and doggone it, people uh-huh. like you, Gaz and I. Ah, uh-huh. see, now you have to read this part. I was about to. You just about to. <laughs> Sorry. Um, gaz
0: esta gaminant, girl esta excellent. guy est confusa, alasio no es uno sed mama, insulio en el mes miné.
1: because cats on boats is funny. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, whatever language it is I choose, I always put like some kind of weird. <clears throat> Thanks for downloading this podcast you can find lots of other great podcasts on the stoplight network like four pigs the bell tolls geekiest show ever international film club let's talk podcasts the casual heroes podcasts tech fan the deeper look the mac gist nintendo club podcast and three Geeky ladies You guys were talking. Oh, it may, may have been the last Mac and Force show. Though. I don't think you were on it. Gaz was on it. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about Flash. Oh. Uh, the, the, yeah.
0: The one I was going to try and grab. Because Gaz that, played the other one.
1: That was the one I was so hoping they were going to have. But yeah. nobody had it.
0: No, well, the other, one, the other one's more for a Brit. Rick Mayo doing that is, is much better. Flash by name. Flash by nature. Aha. No, it would be good to get it in.
1: So, who were
0: Send the bishop to the actress.
1: Yeah. I thought it was the other way around.
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: Something going yeah, in somewhere. Yeah, send the, a- the uh, actress to the bishop. I guess. <laughs> it would be s- good to get it in. <gasps> yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm good either way. <laughs> That's what she said. Exactly. Uh, oh, somebody just sent me a Skype message about Ubercaster. I don't know if you ever heard of that program. No. Not that one. Great promise. Lousy execution. Uh, I thought it was a cap surface for a moment. No, it, it was basically, it was a podcasting, it was podcast recording software that was supposed to allow you to tie in uh, either Skype or iChat or, or whatever. This goes back to like 2005, five, six, and seven, mm. And then it would record all of these different inputs you know, uh, your microphone and whatever chat, (laughs) chat services you had set up onto different tracks in a different section of the program. And at the same time, the cool, the really cool part was you could take small audio snippets. So your, uh, intro music and, uh, you know, some of the silly crap that we do with, with, soundboard. And these, those would be like live tiles, on the front page of this program. So you hit record and you could hit, uh, you know, somebody makes a bad joke, you know, or, or, or whatever, you know, and you could have all that set up there. And then after you were done recording, you would go into one of these other panes that had all of the different tracks and you edit the program there, go ahead and create a, a a single, uh, audio file, and then in a different pain, you had the ability to set up uh, a feed and to upload it and all the rest of that. I mean, it was it it sounded like it was the perfect solution, a one stop mm-hmm. solution. You wouldn't need Audio Hijack Pro, you wouldn't need Garage Band, you wouldn't need Soundboard, you wouldn't need all of these different programs. But but they could just never get it to work. It just nah, it never says, worked exactly right.
0: <laughs> it says so sorry. Ubercaster version one times x or one point x Dead. has reached end of life. It's currently yeah. unclear if Ubercaster will resurrect from the ashes in the future. You never know. That's all.
1: Well, I I don't usually get worked up about the the, the stuff that we talk about, but yeah, I, I I realized as we were like halfway through it, and I was going through a particular rant, and it's like, yeah, I thought I was supposed to keep Carl in check, and here I am, <laughs> God these people they suck kill kill kill
0: kill them all oh dear i know I, I don't know the trouble is um i've i've, I've gone over this argument on uh, many a show including mine and the other and it, i just think it's something that needs to be said reminded again and again and again because people watch, read it and they think it's true and they forget. They think apple is doomed and you know apple is sucky and, and nothing works anymore and no, it's not true. It's always been this way. You're just reading Hyperbole.
1: Yeah. I mean, You know, it, even this thing with Apple Music, it'll get better. Mm. You know, I mean, uh, unless, you know, and there are things that Apple has done that haven't gotten better. Uh, Mobile Me. Well, now it's gone. You know, uh, will iCloud make it to a, a 10-year anniversary? Not a clue. I have no idea. But for the most part, iCloud, for what I use it for, works for what, for what I want it to do. Like these show notes are in iCloud.
0: Exactly. It's, 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 it's always the, the fringe that have the issue. Or what you find, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, nothing. And somehow,
1: somehow or another, they're the ones that, that managed to get a, a, a front page article on BGR or some of these <laughs> other sites. Oh, God. Yeah, BGR. And Gadget. Um,
0: but it, or invariably, it's because they've done something to their Mac. They've turned off some feature. They've disabled something. And this is why it doesn't work properly, of course. But, you know, if, if you're... That's it, the walled garden, man. Yeah, but that's, that's the thing. The walled garden. If you, if you use it, if you want to use it just the way Apple intends you to use it, then you've got to use it that way. If you want to go off and do your own thing, you have to know some things will not work because you've, dis- you've disabled them. Yeah. Or you've let... Third parties come in and change things. I mean, you know, or, invariably just turn your Mac. Look at, look at the phone, right? Okay, I'm holding my phone up. The camera's not on. I look, look at the uptime of this device. Can you imagine five years ago a computer staying on up that amount of time? For six, seven months. Yeah. And, no one, and then they go, oh, look, this thing came up and it's messed it all up. No, just do a hard reset and it will probably be fixed.
1: Yeah. You know, or or they, many... they jailbreak it and it's like, oh, it doesn't work it's like oh, yeah. <laughs> well okay well you jail broke it you moron i say all bets are off you know this is one of the other arguments about mac and pc that just makes me in, in, insane is well people will say and it's the same argument that you're seeing with android and ios now except it's kind of reversed it's like all the artists go to the mac and and all the the, <laughs> the, the technical types go to windows it's like no, unless you're going to tell me that Microsoft with 95% of the market somehow has 95% genius rate across the world for every single person that uses Windows? Are you serious? <laughs> so. Are you are you kidding me? And and now you're getting the same thing. Well, people that use Android, they use Android because they'd like to tweak their yeah. experience. And as soon as I hear the word tweak, I can feel the the vein in my forehead start to pulse. It's like, you know what? You know why so many people switch from Android to an iPhone because they don't want to tweak their phone. A cheap. They and yeah, they want to just turn the phone on and text their girlfriend and get calls and play happy shining birds or whatever the cool game is this week they don't want to tweak the phone they don't care about backgrounds they don't care about different icons they don't care about widgets they don't care about any of that garbage they just want a phone that works and when you've got Android, with Android phones, unless you get a, a a Nexus device, whatever operating system that you have on that phone, get used to it. Because that's mm-hmm. the only one that you're ever going to see. Exactly. <laughs> because your carrier doesn't want to give you updates. The people that made the phone don't want to give you updates. Because if you got updates for the phones, you might get some kind of functionality that you didn't have before, which will talk you out of getting another phone a year or six months after you bought this one down the line. So yeah, with Apple, you're pretty much guaranteed at least three years of pretty damn good service on whatever phone it is you buy and, and updates from Apple for that device for at least three years, if you buy it on day one when it's released. You're still branding? Yeah, I know <laughs> I am. Set him off. <sighs>